so uh, f- uh fandoms am i right no no that's a great way to start things out i'm not gonna bore you with introductions i'm just gonna jump right in i don't care what you have to think <laughs> uh i'm just talking about fandoms today i guess because i've had some my some brushes with some real weird ones like, I know some people who have some strong opinions about fandoms that I just want to talk about real quick. Not gonna name any names, but I do get pretty annoyed by some people in, in fandoms and people who talk about fandoms. I just want to talk about that today. First, um, I kind of just want to talk about, like, an experience I had recently. Um, I was talking to a person that I knew, a friend of mine. I will not mention their name. But they were pretty much talking about how they quit um, both Ruby and... No, I don't think Ruby. Maybe Ruby? But mostly My Hero Academia because of the fandom and how toxic it was. I'm like, it is completely true that My Hero Academia is, like, has a very toxic fandom. But, like, is that really a reason to quit the show? And they're like, I don't know, I just... I'm very enveloped in the fandoms. And I want to, to be in a safe place where I can talk about what I like without people openly judging me on the internet. I'm like, that makes sense. Then I found out that, <laughs> and this is not really a fandom, but they really liked Dream and the Dream team. And I'm like, well, now, wait a minute. The Dream Dream stands try to cancel everyone on Twitter every five seconds. Not to judge their judgment. I, I honestly... I don't know, maybe they don't partake in the actual, like, dream team, like, group in which people pretty much praise them to death. That makes complete sense. But it got me thinking, like, I'm not judging them, but it did get me thinking about, like, fandoms and, like, how the toxicity in fandoms can pretty much just ruin a show for somebody. Um, Because, I mean... I almost had that experience a couple times, but then I was like, wait a minute, people on the internet are going to convince me not to like a show. Because it happened with, um, I think, with Steven Universe. Like, I really like the show, and then people on the internet, like, it sucks. And I was like, yeah, it sucks. I'm gullible. I get it. But the same thing was with Ruby. I like Ruby. Don't judge me, please. Um, uh, people on the internet were like, it got so bad. And I was like, yeah, it got so bad. Even though I forgot what happened completely in the first three, uh, volumes. Like, it was the same thing over and over again. And then, like, suddenly I was like, well, now, I'm not gonna stop a show because some idiots on the internet were just like, eat bad, don't like. There have been, like, commentary channels that pretty much trash shows till they're dead. Like, the same thing happened with She-Ra. People were like, whoa, 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 She-Ra bad. And I was like, She-Ra bad? I never really thought She-Ra was bad. But I I do have problems with She-Ra, but I have problems with every show. I still think it's good, and I'll go back and watch a few episodes then and again. But, like, I mean, I'm not... Now I know not to let these people on the internet ruin shows for me. Uh, Because they just have their own opinions and blatantly yell at you to believe them. But, I mean, they do have the right to their opinion. And obviously, 
in some cases, their opinion is completely correct. Like, what do you mean about that? Oh, like, nobody's opinion is just correct. I'm like, there's some pretty bad things out there. Like, really bad things. And like, I should just be talking about fandoms, but I'm going to move a little past fandoms here. I'm going to keep talking about them. But the first example I want to bring up is Star vs. the Forces of Evil. The first and second seasons were a complete knockout. Like, they did everything that the fans wanted. It was a fun adventure with great characters. Like, believable character arcs, while at the same time still having that, like, charm that it kept from the first episode. And, like, they were so fun. And, like, the really standout episodes, like uh, St. Olga's, and Storm the Castle from season one are some of the most, like, memorable television episodes ever. But, like, even those episodes, in my mind, are, like, bittersweet because I know what happens afterwards. After the battle for Muni, in which everything kind of just, like, slowly starts to take a descent until the final season where things just kind of go out of control. They throw out a lot of their continuity they, the characters don't have the same charm they had. The comedy is, like, not the same at all. Things move way too fast. And they completely trash, like, some of the best characters and all of the things they've been leading up to for, like, so long. I didn't even talk about Bonbon the, uh, Bonbon the birthday clown, by the way. That episode is probably the one I watched the most. But, I mean... And at first... I had heard a ton of times that uh, season four was not good at all, or it wasn't good. And I was like, okay, I'll still watch it. And it's like, it didn't feel the same. I still liked, like, the art and how it was. And I remember in school, like, in middle school, I used to say, oh my gosh, I love Star vs. the Force TV. The creator is so, like, good at writing on all of that. And now I just remember those moments, and I'm just dumbfounded at what happened because what the creator did uh was pretty much just follow the fans i'll get back to that a little later but i want to go back to like my previous point i was talking about it was kind of the people on the internet that said like hey like maybe it's not as good as you think and I was like, maybe it's not, but I still want to give it as much chance as possible. And the difference between the people who I listen to versus the people who, like, spew about these various shows telling you that they're trash is that there's a level of sincerity to some of the Like, uh, the video that kind of turned my feelings of Star vs. the Force of Evil was Blue Order's video. I had originally seen it, and... Like, something about it was, like, it was long, in-depth, but it also still praised the show for some of its earlier moments. He continuously talked about how good the first two seasons were. It's, like, it made it more believable. In those videos, the other videos I watched, like, the Ruby review videos, every single one of them always finds something to trash on with everything. Like, oh, the designs were never good, but, I mean, now they're just trash. The characters are so bland and boring. It's like they haven't even changed it all from the first season. And they've gotten worse. The Nothing is going on. The plot doesn't make sense. Blah, 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 blah. The show should have never aired. Nobody likes it. It's like, people do like it. 
and they're here to watch it. And, like, if you're going to keep ragging on it, then what are you doing? And then you see later that they do like the show. Like, they'll say stuff like, wow, this episode is so good. I can't believe uh, this episode uh, had me on the edge of my seat. And they're like, there's fundamental problems with these shows that, like, need to be stopped. It's like, you're continuously watching the show. I say continuously a lot. You're keeping to watching the show, but then you're just doing it to continue to hate on it. Nobody wants to hear somebody trash a show over and over again after the end of every episode uh, because it's kind of just kind of like disgraceful to what they like. But when you hear somebody who is talking about what made the show go the way it did and why it had is least effective as it was before with like analysis and like looking into everything like completely like blue order did he analyzed the relationships between characters and how each of the characters themselves changed also as well how the setting and the magic all uh worked in this world and how that changed as well and probably like the part that like did it for me was the continuity and like what happened to all of the continuity in the show as it was thrown out the window that's just one example obviously there are others i think legend of korra i really liked it and then like i kind of realized that last scene wasn't some oh my gosh lgbtq moment it was pure queer baiting it was they did it so it was ambiguous enough so the homophobes would still like the show but uh they confirmed it later after the show so lgbtq people would like it more and it's like they didn't really even have much of a relationship before that moment and then bam it kind of just happened and it's a little confusing and now in one moment you kind of just ruined a lot of it for me that's why balloon's my favorite character oh take it's because mako's kind of an asshole and then <laughs> what's her face uh it starts with an a cora's girlfriend um as as a fuck um the other one asami asami and cora kind of just like they didn't have a relationship at all as well as i didn't like either of the characters so i was just left with bolin and i was like cool <laughs> um yeah i guess fandoms are weird we don't like to talk about fandoms. Oh, oh, I said earlier that I was going to talk about how Darren Nepsey pretty much ended the show by trying, attempting to please the fans as much as possible. I don't know if that's exactly true, but from what I know of the content in the last season, a lot of it was mostly to do with kind of setting up what like immediately setting up what fans wanted not what the show needed 
from the beginning, though, they kind of did, like, screw themselves over with the Blood Moon Ball, but that's another story for another day. I could go into full analysis on this show if anyone wants to hear that. But pretty much, basically, it was the same thing that, um... I'll finish this. Uh, Star vs. the Force of Evil, everyone was like, Starko, Starko, Starko! And Darren FC was like, okay. And just shoved Starko in. It's like, oh my gosh, Starko kiss! But it's also like, what? Starko kiss? Like, they're in the middle of a fucking war. Sorry, swear word. Oops. Um, (laughs) They're in the middle of a war. Why are they getting together now? Now they're gonna destroy, like, a ton of the population of Muni just to be together. That ending, like, they gloss over the fact that, like, a ton of people in Muni died. Like, a ton of, like, the the High Commission, uh, and all of the other, like, magical, uh, beings. Like, all of the beings in Star's Wand. They're all gone. They're all dead. What does that mean? They gloss over it just because Starko, Starko. Oh god. Um But it was kind of like it wasn't even it didn't even have this like, oh, at least they're together now feeling. It's just like they practically destroyed both of their worlds and like murdered millions because they're together now. Yay. It it really, it doesn't even make sense. They set up the couple, like, five minutes before all of this happened. I mean, I, I that's why I like my favorite characters. Tom got screwed over. Tom got screwed over in that, by the way. They kind of just threw him out of the series after uh, Star and Tom had been dating for a long time. They're just like, we broke up. No, you have to at least dedicate an episode to that. If it was just, like, a non-main character, then you could, like... They do the same thing with Kelly and Marco. They're just like, we broke up. Um, You have to dedicate more time than just the beginning of an episode or non-screen time to tell why. Like, why did this happen? I know... Tom and Star were kind of a little on the rocks, but Kelly and Marco were fine. They're kind of just like, we broke up, and it was all Marco's fault. Marco became such a, like, a non-likable character. Star, honestly, like, I didn't like her that much from the beginning, but, like, at least she was bearable enough to watch. By the end, they were both just idiots. I feel like I'm getting too in-depth on this conversation. I wanted to talk about, like, this season... The finale of uh, Supernatural came out, and apparently Dean and Castile are a thing, and then they killed Castile. So that's fun, because obviously every single fan in the entire world was like, Dean and Castile, Dean and Castile. And is that how you say his name? I totally forget. I haven't seen past, like, season two. So, yay. But... And then they were just like, okay, we're gonna put that in now. It's like, obviously, there was more, there was probably more to Dean's attraction than just women. But, like, they didn't do much to kind of, like, tell the fans, like, hey, yeah, no, he likes Castile and stuff. 
so I guess that's not fun. Because I was like, oh my gosh, Supernatural is such a good show. Like, I would tell people, like, oh my god, I love Supernatural. And they'd be like, yeah, but, like, it's kind of not good. It's been on for a long time. And I'd be like, I don't care. It's still, like, really fun. And um, it's not really fun. But, like, I still kind of like it. But <laughs> now everything's, like, screwed up. And it kind of has the same feeling as Star versus the Force of Evil. How can I go back and watch that if I know that the ending is so bittersweet in how they, like, just kind of screwed things over at the last second? I don't know. But it was always due to what the fandom wanted. I mean, for Korra and Asami, it wasn't even most of the fandom that wanted that. The fandom just wanted Avatar remake or Avatar sequel. I didn't want that. I choose to keep a lot of my distance with fandoms. Um, I don't like to get super involved in them. They just everything always just like rubs me the wrong way in how some fans react to things. I don't know. Uh, I do like creating art for fandoms, <laughs> at least recently. I just recently started doing um, fan art for specific like shows and stuff because like I've always been afraid of doing fan art because I felt like my art couldn't live up to like other really good art. But my friend was like, hey, why don't you just draw this character? I'll do it with you. But she was, like, really good at fan art already. I was like, okay. And the first piece of fan art I ever did was Rayla from the Dragon Prince. And then I ended up doing Amity from the the Owl House. And then Weiss from Ruby. And all three of them I think I'm really proud of. I don't really know. I do like sharing theories. Like, at least with my friends, maybe on the internet sometimes. Um... Like, I'll share art. Um, I don't think I've ever created, like, original care. I've never really been on, big on creating original characters. But I think recently my friend and I decided, hey, why not? Let's make our own team for Ruby. Like, our own Ruby-style team, just for fun. I'm like, okay, yeah, that actually sounds really fun. And I kind of enjoyed it. I don't usually make original characters because I felt like... Why, why why, rip something from the text and try to make your own thing out of it and try to connect it back to the story? It's like, if I'll ever make a, an original character, it would be completely disconnected from the story. But I probably never would. Until now, at least. Which, this was pretty fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, but, yeah. I'll continuously, like, talk to others about it. Give my opinions etc etc there's so much you can do in the fandom i usually don't read fan fictions i don't i've just never been like like why would you make a fan fiction i don't know you can do whatever you want this is going to be really controversial my opinion on fan fictions is that like i don't really like fan fictions that much i think that the source material is just Either it's more like getting my hopes up on something that I've always wanted in a show just will end up not paying off in the end. Or, like, some fan fictions get really weird and I, like, 
the or like implications in fan fictions can sometimes be like very dangerous or weird in some way i don't know you can read them if you find like the fluff ones really nice i've never been smut fan fictions i don't know (laughs) my sexual ass (laughs) um but yeah i guess that's kind of just all of my opinion on fandoms i'm sorry this was very like tangential like i kept just saying stuff and saying stuff and not having any points but like i'm just here to kind of just talk about my feelings if i ever go off on tangents and tangents and tangents i guess you'll just have to deal and like if i ever do and you're like go back to that point and talk about like what you meant there or something and i'll just be like okay yeah if people want me to talk a little bit more about a specific thing i said then i'll do that that would be fun or nobody will listen to this and it'll just be something that i listen to later in life who knows i'll probably never listen to this again i'm talking really fast okay thank you for listening if you did <laughs> um i hope you have a nice uh day or week or month or sometime when you listen to this um goodbye then i guess